People of Fame County, Oklahoma, and other galaxies, you are one of 77 counties in this great state of Oklahoma. Chinese you live in Stillwater, you, are live, you live in the 10th largest city in our fair state, and we welcome you. Oh. Uh, when I used to live in Tulsa, I would, when people would say, oh, like, where do, you, where do you live? I would say, I live in Tulsa, our nation's 43rd largest city. <laughs> and they would just be like, wait, what? I just liked it. That's a good stat. I don't know if that's. I don't know if it's still the forty seventh, but oh, it's growing. Tulsa. Who's the mayor of Tulsa? What's his name? Um, GT Bynum. GT Bynum. Uh, he, He's a they, Catholic. They get that initiative of if you move to Tulsa. Oh yeah, they'll give you ten thousand dollars. Yeah. If you move to Stillwater, I'll baptize you. Do you move? To, if you move to for Tulsa, free, I, for free, do you have to move outside the state, or you can move? I don't know. You just move to Tulsa, something like that. You have to have you have to have like a skill. You bring an education. Yeah, I think I don't know. You gotta I don't know. You gotta have a college degree or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, welcome, one and all. It's May. I want to tell you about a few things coming up at the parish. May I? Yeah, may I? Please. May I do so? May I speak now? Yes. Um. On June the third, I'm leading a retreat as part of the Eucharistic revival in the parish. Yes. And I'm going to do a little walk through the Eucharistic prayers of the Mass. Just line by line. We're just going to walk through the Eucharistic prayers. I'm pretty excited about it. The cool thing also is that it's going to be at the new Our Lady of Grace Retreat Center. So that's going to be on June 3rd. Then, uh, what's the other thing we got coming up? Uh, then on oh, June, June 9th, 16th, 23rd at 11 a.m. Those are Fridays. I'm going to do a little walk through the Mass. In the in the nave uh, here in the church, then uh, June fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. I think it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's going to be our Spanish parish mission. Who's coming doing it? Well, so the first night is uh, El Santo Niño de Atocha. What is coming? You're getting him? Yes. Yeah, dude. Have you ever seen that guy? I've seen pictures. Oh my gosh, he's a rager. So it's like a little. It's like a little shows up with his figure own. of Jesus. That is like miraculous. Yeah, it's really cool. How so, did you get him, Nate? Leo, Father Leo Morales. Like it's taken the 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 Santo Nino is like the Holy Child is like taking a tour through the diocese. So we he texted me this is probably a month ago and was like, "Do you want Santo Nino de Atocha?" And I and I was like, like "Yes." And then I googled Santo Nino de Atocha, <laughs> and I learned about it. And I was like, "Yes." Um, so that's going to be on a Wednesday night. And then our summer seminarian, Adrian Meneses, uh, is going to lead the 15th and 16th, uh, speaking on the Eucharist. Then July the 12th, which is a Wednesday, we have a professor from Notre Dame, Dr. Tim O'Malley, who's somebody that I really like and I've read a lot of and listened to him on podcasts and stuff. So he's going to, that's also going to be Eucharistic. At this moment, I don't know the exact title of that, so I don't want How did you get him here? Um, so he's coming to Tulsa to do something through St. Michael Catholic Radio, and we jumped on that. Same, like, same, like how we got Bergsma last year. Oh, no. You know, like we're, Scott Hahn, too. Scott Hahn was coming to Tulsa to speak at Clear Creek Monastery, and we were like, hello, would he also like to come to Stillwater? So that's one of the reasons I kind of have to, you know, I kind of keep my ear to the ground on what's going on in the diocese and other parishes, because you can jump on and stuff like that, and it benefits our, our people. Then 
Then uh, July, oh man, what is it? I think it's a July 29th. Is like a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a retreat for parents. Whoa! I've wanted to do this for a long time, and there just hasn't been kind of the space and the capacity. Yeah. Um, and so you're familiar with the litany of humility. Uh huh. Well, it. I have a good friend. Um, I have a good friend uh, who who sort of wrote who did. She wrote a litany of humility for parents. And that's going to be the subject of the retreat. We're just going to walk through that. And it's going to be really cool. And then the next week, which is August 5th, I think, is a Saturday, I'm going to do a retreat for teachers as the school year gets rolling. And then August 26th, we're going to have our stewardship annual stewardship retreat uh, called Stewardship Begins at Home. Man, you're doing a lot of retreats. We just want, yeah, I want I want to do like more kind of extent. It's a formation day or like a silent retreat and prayer time? Uh, I would say more of, I would say a formation day, um, but we call it call it a retreat. And then the other one we've, we're still working out is, I think Deacon Tom Cabine is going to do some teaching in English and Spanish this summer on John chapter 6. So we're very focused on the Eucharist. Who do you meet with to summer. plan all this? Uh, we kind of just staff, you pull in the relevant staff members and yeah. let her, let her rip. And then of course, Vacation Bible School, Totus Tuus, that's all for the little kids. And then Kira Ziola, our new youth minister, um, she and I are going to do some teaching on theology of the body for middle schoolers and then another session for high schoolers. So it's going to be like a lot of teaching this summer, which is what I, that's your groove. That's my groove. That is my jam, as they say. Okay. We want to talk, I want to talk, and I don't know if he wants to talk about um, his sabbatical. Oh, me? But we mentioned it in the last, we mentioned it in the last episode. Yeah. So. Hey, just so you know, I ain't a quitter. I ain't no quitter. I, no, people, people, I got a text message. Nobody got time for that. Oh, it's, it's fun to carry out, right? Are you all right? So here, so this is very, so it's very interesting. Uh, to so turns. So let's just, let's look at the broad picture. So a sabbatical, especially in a university town, it's a little more acceptable. Yes. Sabbaticals in the in a in a university setting are actually quite common. Um, professors apply and, and are given, you know, a sabbatical. And they go off and they research or they go off and they rest or up. Uh, so it's typically a year, but mm-hmm. it can be, you know, longer than that or, or shorter than that. Well, in the world of priests, and I would just speak for our diocese, we do not have what I would call a sabbatical friendly culture. Yeah. I think generally speaking, and this is, I'll just admit my own bias. That is when a guy says, oh, I'm going on a sabbatical. Uh, I, my my response in the past, maybe five years ago, 10 years ago, has been like, you're weak. <laughs> you know, like you can't. Can't run with the big dog. You can't, ha- you can't hang. Well, now. Um, in fact, this this week I'll be on the on May twenty sixth. I'll be celebrating sixteen years. Have you applied as, for your sabbatical as a priest? So I do want to talk about this uh-huh. because I have yeah. So anyway, so I that that was my original thought was like sabbatical equals weakness. Uh huh. You can't ha- you can't hang you can't hack it. Okay. With the big boys, but then what I see is the guys that I do know who have taken sabbaticals in our diocese, like it's helped them. The other negative on sabbaticals has been, and this I, this has not been true in our diocese, but I think in some places, sabbatical means like the guy's in trouble. Like he, he did a St. Luke's he, sabbatical. He did he did something, 
you know, maybe let's just, you know, has an alcohol problem or was like accused of something or uh, burned, yeah, burned out, gambling addiction, yeah. or, you know, I don't know. Everything, everything that happens to regular people also happens to priests. And so, but so the diocese will come out and say, you know, this, this, this priest will be taking a sabbatical. Well, he's really not. What he's doing is like, he's going to get some help. Which anyway, so so that I sort of have had all these sort of negative things. So then, as we talked about in the last show, this priest rolls in here from North Dakota about a year and a half ago. Well, in this diocese, and and I don't know if this is still their policy or good, this is kind of the what we took from that conversation. This guy comes in here. He had been a priest for fourteen years. Yep, which was the same as me. I think he and I were ordained the same year. Okay, he's taken two sabbaticals. And and I remember we're all sitting here and I'm just staring at this dude. Like, what the H, man? Like, what the <laughs> seriously? How has this dude gotten two sabbaticals? And he's just as chill as can be, and as you know, as good priest, prayerful. We he and I had the at a wedding together here. Um and I'm like, what the heck? Well, in their diocese, if I understand yeah. it right, they have to. Every seven years, they have to go away for, I don't know what it was, a month or two or three. It's, a, it's not vacation. It's not vacation. Yeah, it's not sit on a beach. Yeah. And I'm just like, my first reaction was negative of like, what the heck? What are a bunch of lazy bums? And then the more I think about it, the more it just makes sense. Yeah. So my other negative, and and I think I don't know if you felt this, but like when you when you start you when you kind of get your sabbatical going, my kind of first reaction to you was like, what the what the heck? Like, <laughs> why does he, like why does he get one, and I don't? Which is you know that's like childish, you know. And. And, and I think that, so that, that can sort of, in a, in a, in a group of priests, like that can come in like, well, I've been a priest longer than him, or I work harder than him. And, and, you know, you kind of get into all that. And ultimately I think that leads to like some pride. And then that leads to a guy not asking to go on a sabbatical because he thinks it will make other people think that he's, you know, less than, or can't hack it or right whatever. So walk us through, how did the, how did this come about? Well, um, uh, sabbatical. Uh, there was that conversation with that guy and then I prayed on it for a couple months. I took it to the Lord Jesus and I said, what is this? Like, why would I, why would I, why would this strike a chord? It's, it was like, um, I lived my life kind of like Lexio Divina, visual Lexio Divina. Like things just pop up and I spend time with them. You know, Lexio Divina is holy reading, spend time with the word and things just pop up. And I, I spend time with things and they just pop up and I say, okay, Lord, why, why is this the case? Why is this this is way? What, why have you inspired me to think about this more? And then I just started rolling forward on it. And really after that conversation with that, that priest who I do not know his name, uh, I, I started asking questions and then looking into it and just saying, I'm actually looking forward to making the change from 
construction manager, fundraiser, back to pastor. Yeah. Because Father James Porter has been here for the last year to basically be the associate and to run a lot of stuff, run all the campus ministry. Take care of a lot of the pastoral things. Exactly. Yep. Because it's just, you know, eight, eight to nine hours a day that, and then five to six hours a day ministry. So I started, started walking through that and asking the Lord, okay, what, and my spiritual director, who I've known, Father Chris Hellstrom, I've known since uh, 2005, spoke with him and said, these are, you know, the, I'm thinking about doing this. And he even said, this sounds like it's from the Lord. Like, this sounds like this is what you need to do in order to put your head back on straight as being a pastor of a parish. So that then I just started rolling through with ideas and just started like, okay, this kind of stuff. I, you know, I thought about, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a Jason Bourne phone, also known as a phone with a stack of cash and a SIM card and multiple passports. Okay. So maybe, maybe uh, the passport for one country and a phone with a burner SIM card in it. So I'm, uh, so I've got a burner phone and I'm, you know, I'll give my priest support group the number and I'll give my friends, and I'll give my friends the number. I'm in that group, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I can't give it out. Uh uh. And I'm only giving it to people. And I'm asking them. Your mom, you, dad, your sister, your yeah, brother. Yeah. Do you want this? Will you call me uh, while I'm on sabbatical? And if you take it, then. Because my, num- my phone doesn't have any numbers on it. It's wow. blank. Yeah. So any phone call I get, I'm going to answer it. Because, I mean, it's a brand new. It's, a, it's you know, it's I don't know who's calling me. Father Kerry Wakuch, who am I speaking with? It's going to be a lot of that. They'll be like, it's me. Uh, who? I mean, we're like it. Who was this? Who this? Who this? So I just started moving forward and asking the question, like, Lord, what do you what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do to grow in a life of holiness and relaxation? And one of the things that came up was getting a phone because I have really big FOMO, fear of missing out, and I can make, I can go on a walk and talk to somebody on the phone for three hours. People, I love talking to people on the phone, and I love sitting down and just chatting with people. And so as I, as I went through this, I was like, I need, I need some, uh, like, um, Joseph Pieper, leisure is the basis of culture. I need leisure again. I need to put some stuff in order. Uh, and so what I'm going to be doing is I'll be going to the John Paul II Institute for Healing in the Spiritual Life down in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, you know that fellow, Brian. I know that. Uh-huh. And I, I found that Dr. Bob Schutz and that, those guys, uh, they, they helped me when I was listening to one of their podcasts and like doing some of the reading, I was like, this has been really helpful in healing some, some inner wounds and healing some sort of anger and resentment and bitter bitterness that were there. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I actually, first I told my spiritual director, I want to go to Ireland for a month with my bicycle and ride around, celebrate mass and drink beer. And he goes, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I said, Uh, I said, why not? He goes, you will get bored yeah so fast yeah and you'll your liver cannot take that so i am going to ireland on a shorter pilgrimage and so i, I sort of worked with um with uh, my spiritual director too father chris hellstrom and said okay i'm going to go to this place and then it's got a retreat because i need to take a retreat um because i tried to take a retreat this past year and um right before i went on the retreat they, the construction company called me. I was like, we have these three meetings coming up. I was like, those are in the middle of my retreat. And they're like, well, you have to be here. So I called into them. I know. So that's, yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, and 
so I didn't get my my annual retreat this year, so I'm going to take it down in Tallahassee, Florida. And then there's three weeks of classes of formation. I think one one week of classes formation for me, and two weeks I'll be doing formation classes so that when I come back to Stillwater, I can help um, some of these college students out with things in their life. So it's it's that education. Then I'm headed over to the east side of Florida, and I'm going to see some friends while I'm over there and chill, and then up to Virginia to see my best buddy Chuck Slagle and sort of ride my mountain bike around the battlefields of Williamsburg and Yorktown and just do what I used to do and, like, treat my my basically I have a, a pay phone from it, for three years I all I didn't have a home phone I had a pay phone and so I'd get a calling card and I would walk to the end of the street and I'd make phone calls and I hang up my phone and I would go back those were the days the glory days of not having 3,800 telephone numbers on your phone that's a lot it's a lot I have 38 this this phone is is only one year old no two years old but it's it's the same SIM card. I just keep passing the data down. But it's a collection of Bishop Kelly, TU, OSU, families, friends, donors, 3,800 contacts. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to chill, and I'm going to relax. And I'm going to breathe some fresh air on the battlefield, and I'm going to walk around to all these little places in York, Yorktown, Williamsburg, and just see that part of America again, see some old stomping grounds, go back and like just drop into where I, I know I'm familiar. That's what I'm going to do. Drop into familiar places. Then I'm going to go to Ireland and stay with, um, there's a Catholic student center up north, and there's some priests that have taken me in. So it's about 15 minutes, sorry, it's 15 minutes south of Dublin or maybe north. Katie Asco, remember Katie Asco? Oh, yeah. yeah, Katie Asco. Lord We're focused missionary at OSU. Yeah, yeah. She's from, she's from Dublin, and so she set me up with these Dominican priests. So I'm going to stay there with them a couple days. And then I'm going to go to Medjugorje and see Medjugorje. Um, for seven days, uh, people are like you going to Medjugorje? That's not even approved by the Vatican, and I and I say, yeah, it's not. I have no idea what's going on there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go and just like see what's going yeah. on there. But when you have 15 hours of confessions every day, and like pray, yeah, like dozens of daily masses and healings and magnificent miracles going on, and people becoming holy there and could just conversions out the wazoo. The good God is doing something. Yeah, it's it's a virgin It's happening. So after after that little, spirit, little spiritual renewal and in Medjugorje, they come back and I'm gonna go, I'm I'm on I'm gonna buy me a boat. I'm not I'm not gonna buy me a boat. I'm gonna go fishing down in uh remember when I got like MRSA last year? I do. Yeah. When you went but to the it, hospital? Yeah. And that doctor said, Listen here, Father you got a party going on in your body you do not want. <laughs> the next the next thing, if the medicine, medicine didn't work, they're like, we're going to cut your leg open and pour antibiotics into your leg. And if that doesn't work, we're going to saw it off. I was like, thanks for telling me. So I laid there for nine hours with antibiotics. And running that. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So then I'm going to do that, and then we'll come back here. And I'm just going to, I'm going to tour America and, um, in my in my pickup truck with my mountain bike, and my mask kit and a tent, and a, uh, and just see what happens. I got structure, and then see what happens. But at the at the end goal is Sabbath, because that's what the sabbatical is. It's every seven years. 
It's a sabbatical. It's a Sabbath. It's a big rest. Like if I'm driving along on the highway and I want to take a nap, I'm going to pull over and take a nap. You do that now, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I do that now. But (laughs) it's because I'm wore out. Um, uh, I'm like Mr. Burns. I fall asleep in the middle of a conversation. Uh, if if I want to go if I want to go fishing, but it's not about all of those little activities. Yeah, yeah. I don't want I don't want people to go. Oh, I'm so jealous. No, it's leisure is the basis of culture. Like we can't contemplate the heavenly things if we can't look and contemplate the natural, beautiful things. I can't stare into heaven. We can't stare into heaven if we're constantly staring at screens or we're constantly staring at books or we're constantly staring at our work. And I mean, even parents, I love, I mean, one of my friends, she's having twins and they have a two-year-old. It's like, they they don't get a break. But you know what they do is they also find time to just breathe and like stare at the chickens in their backyard. They breathe and look at the trees. They can just like sit and relax and enjoy each other's company. And leisure is the basis of culture is, is that of like getting your hands in the dirt, going fishing, just watching a sunset, having a delicious glass of wine while you have a good meal. It, it is how to allow the mind to do what it does, which is think, and the heart to unite itself with the mind so it can, it can pray. And then I could do like I said a couple of weeks ago, like in the Acts of the Apostles, it's prayer and the ministry of the Word. How can I pray better? And then how can I serve the college students here at OSU in a in a more excellent, beautiful shepherding way? That's awesome. I'm so excited. That's really good. I can't hide it. I'm about to lose. We're control. gonna draw. <laughs> like I like. We'll have to record a bunch of episodes before uh, before you leave. What? Or I'll just, or I can't, do I just have guests all summer? I guess you're going to, oh man, we could probably record some. We could record a few. We'll have a few. We'll have a few in the, in the hopper. Yeah. As they say. I'll make a guest appearance. Should I call in one? Well, we've never done a call-in show. I, wonder I don't if think we, we want to do that. Jackson, do you think we can do that? I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and then before that, to kick it off, I'm going on this Poland pilgrimage with 20 college students. So isn't it interesting that people's first reaction, let's break this down a little bit. People's, like when it was announced, so your your sabbatical was announced. I mean, it wasn't a, it's like a secret, but it was announced when like the other priest moves were announced. What What does it say that people's first reaction was, oh my gosh, something's wrong? <laughs> Like what does that say about? I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah, I, I don't know, but well, uh, they inside baseball, they think like I broke down. You know, Walter Hamilton, the judge of McCurtain County, told me one time. He said, "Don't turn into Father Brown." They sent Father Brown to a mental hospital yeah. in Canada. Yeah, he's broke, and they say building projects take ten years off your life. I wouldn't want to be a construction worker. You, well, some it. people have the gift. Yeah, some people have the gift, yeah. and. Um, it, it, it just says, um, I mean, maybe what the, the pulse of the church right now is that priests work really hard. Uh, and I'm not saying all of them do, but at least the ones in, in your parishes, you see them. And 
that something bad happened. They made a poor choice. That their life of prayer was not lined up with their life as a priest. Oh my gosh, did something go wrong? And no, no, I want my life of prayer and my life of priesthood to to synchronize yeah. together. Yeah. That's the goal. So how do we, so we have like, I don't know, what do we have, 70, 70, 80 priests in the diocese? Yeah. I, I think our system is a little weird in that, like not everybody is, you know, not everybody's taking sabbaticals, not every, okay. and maybe not everybody wants one or ne- or needs one. Yeah. And I think maybe that's the, that's the question is like, is it, is it about like you get, you get to take one when you need one or do you take one before you need one? I would, I, and I think it's, ma- it's like mandatory. Yeah. That's what, that, I mean, that's where all this started was Bismarck, North Dakota. Yeah. If I'm understanding it right, it's mandatory. Yeah, yeah. And like the week after graduation, uh, I give all my staff a week of vacation. I don't charge them for it. Like, I need you to go and do something and not be here. Just go away. Yeah. Go away, pray, relax, hang out with your family, go do this stuff. It's mandatory. I like mandatory stuff because that means there's a lesson learned. Mr. Murphy is going to show up. What is that? It's like... You know, um, the the um, the person who built your gun, uh, your gun was your rifle was made by the lowest bidder. Hand grenade, hand grenade timers in your hand uh, in the box are seven seconds, but in your hand five seconds. You know, it's just like there's we all know that like problems are going to arise, and there's people who have structured things in to say you got to do this. Like every year, we have to take a retreat. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Why? You know, every year a priestess says, it says, you get four weeks of vacation. Why? Because the church knows better because it's been around for 2,000 years. Judaism says every seven years there should be a Sabbath where you break all of these financial bonds with these people and let slaves go. Because we know humanity. A jubilee. A jubilee. Yeah. And yeah, sabbat- sabbatical every seven, jubilee every 25. Yeah. So it is, I think the sabbatical is a, is a wise idea of anticipation because you'd never know when you're going to reach that point. Like me, I never knew last January that this year I would need a sabbatical. And as Walter Hamilton says, boy, you look like you're worn out like a rented mule. Now, mind you, he's a judge and he's a lawyer and he's a very intelligent man and he could like look through stuff. And he's like, yeah. So uh, that's what I say. Do what would th- happen if you didn't take one? I don't know. I mean, I think that'd be that's kind of the interesting thing for bishops, for people. Yeah, just people with priests in your life that you that you know and care yeah. about. Of of like, what? It. it I think it's the gear. What's going to happen is it's. It's in between like two water systems. You have fresh water and you have that and you have the the salty ocean and there's that kind of brackish mix in the in the middle of there. And I think I'm like in the midst of that and I need to go from as I've said this over and over again, construction, fundraising, worrying, late nights okay, being on the road, eighty five thousand miles in my truck that had a hundred miles on it when I bought it three years ago. I need to go from that to being a shepherd of people and being a pastor of a parish 
and forming young people and having the energy to do that at 46. What's that book I'm going to be reading? You're 47. Oh, dang. What's that book you told me to read this summer? From Strength to Strength. Yeah, yeah. Strength to Strength. What is it called? Finding uh, finding joy, purpose, and happiness in the second half of life. Yeah, that's it. Something like that. Okay. So I'm excited, dude. I'll, I'll give you my number. And you have to call From it. Strength to Strength. Finding success, happiness. There you go. Finding Success, Happiness, and Deep Purpose in the Second Half of Life. I'm in the Second Half of Life by Arthur Brooks. My next my next stop at that Double Years, That 92. book is messing with me. Golly. That book is messing. Okay, well, Brian, I just got the one-minute fl- sign. Yeah. Well, good. In the words of my favorite um, German-American um, movie musical. Oh, that's random. Um, so long, <laughs> farewell, Avita saying goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Okay, I can't hit that note. I'm not Brendan Lacey. I can't, I can't move my voice up that high. All right, well, don't forget about us. Oh, no, I'll give you my number. You can call me. You know, us, collectively, the listeners of our Oh, show. I will. Well, pray for me. Pray for me lots. And as I go on pilgrimage... I'll be praying for the people of God in Stillwater yeah. and around the world. Dig it. Dig okay, it, man. So, yeah, so sabbatical does not, I mean, it can equal trouble. But in your case, when people say, is he okay? The answer is, yeah, I mean, yes and no. Uh, yes, in that he's not, you know, not something wrong. But no, in that you're tired. Yeah. And a break is going to do you good boom 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 pistols firing all right well that'll be all for us for right now uh and we'll see you next week peace